0: Hello everyone listening out there. This is Dan Garrett here with the Let's Hear It podcast, the podcast for Topeka Public Schools. And today we have our first guest of the podcast. We have uh, Dr. Aaron Kipp. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Dan.
0: Perfect. And so can you tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do for the district?
1: Yes. Uh, My formal title is Director of Demographics and Assessment.
0: Right. And so sometimes when you hear demographics, it doesn't always click what you do. So you kind of deal with anything to do with our enrollment numbers, our testing scores, kind of the populations of our district. Is that right?
1: Yes. Uh, It's yeah, we we basically handle anything related to student data, whether that's attendance, discipline, assessments, uh, ACT, you know, all the way from preschool, all the way to uh, 12th grade. We are actually coming up on our spring testing season. Uh, we are very excited about it, so much so we call it the celebration of learning. And really, it's, it's an important metric, uh, not the only metric, but it is an important one to measure uh, mastery of some of those common core standards that, that we're teaching. Um, all districts Uh, You know, in Kansas, take the state assessment in uh, March and April. And, uh, you know, each state has their own kind of measure of assessing mastery of those standards. So uh, our state assessment is called the CAP, K-A-P. And that just, it's easier to say that than uh, state assessments. And it's really stands for the Kansas Assessment Program. Now, it is only uh, given to 3rd grade through 8th grade, plus the 10th graders also take a high school assessment. Uh, It covers uh, English language arts, math, and science for certain grade levels. Um, Each year, the 5th graders, 8th graders, and 11th graders take science, uh, and also history government for certain grade levels.
0: Gotcha. And so in this podcast, we are going to go through our test scores, um, but, you know, numbers can hard, be hard to understand, comprehend just by listening. So we do post all of our test scores. Um, the, the parents do have access to those. Where can they find those?
1: Yes, absolutely. Uh, for individual scores, I would recommend contacting your school. Uh, the principal or assistant principal can help you get a report for your individual student however if you want to see how your school in general is performing we have a link on our website as well as uh, state of kansas provides a a report card and this report card shows every single school in the state of kansas and how they did on the math and english language arts uh, you can even look at it by grade level by subgroup it's just such a A wealth of information. I encourage uh, folks to get out there and look at it. It's ksreportcard.ksde.org.
0: Perfect, and we'll be sure to link that in uh, all of our postings of this podcast. So can you go into how does Topeka Public Schools compare to um, our schools in the district and other districts?
1: Yes, Um, you know, it's it's interesting to look at across the past few years. Uh, you know, Our scores are not exactly where we want them to be, and uh, basically demographics do play a role. The scores on the state assessments over my time, uh, in my opinion, follow the contours of poverty. That being said, um, you'll see typically higher performing scores in low poverty districts. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, All of the Shawnee County districts are below 35% poverty, except us. We are at 77% poverty. So what my team usually likes to do is compare us to sister schools that are made up of demographics similar to us.
0: You were just explaining those test scores, the state assessment, but is that the only criteria that they look at?
1: No, actually, uh, the Kansas Department of Education uh, just looks at test scores as one measure of how well we're doing. We, uh, the state looks at, uh, for, for example, attendance rates, you know, our kids coming to school, uh, English language proficiency. You know, we, students that English isn't their first language have, have to take a test each year to assess where they're at in their English. So that's another measure we're uh, graded upon. Another one is graduation rates. Um, We have to meet a certain threshold or growth in graduation rates. And I'm proud to say we've had some of the highest for our special ed uh, students and students of poverty in the last 10 years. Uh, The other thing that the state looks at, uh, they recognize that not all districts are the same. And so, Closing of gaps between uh, different subgroups, and I'll kind of explain that. Basically, um, if you look at like graduation rate among the three predominant racial groups, be African American, white, and Hispanics, uh, and you know the goal is to have them graduating at the same rate, uh, you know, so there's no significant gap or uh, de- separate uh, uh, rate. So in 2018, we actually eliminated that racial gap between African-American, white, and Hispanic students, and we've continued to keep that gap very narrow, and uh, that's something we're very proud of. So all in all, to answer your question, yes, yeah, state state assessment scores are not the only measure we are assessed on.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, have we ever had a student score a perfect score on the ACT?
1: Yes. Yes, we have. Um, it happens more than you'd think, actually. Uh there's actually a, a, an internal, one of the high schools here has a 30s club. Uh, a 36 is a perfect on the HCT, but anything 30 and above is extremely impressive, and uh, yeah, I remember one year, uh, it was a student who took it as a sophomore, which is unheard of, um, and he scored a 36, and very impressive um, and so, yeah, we just continue to have more kids fall into that 30 category. And, you know, if you think about the ACT and how it assesses mastery of standards, it's 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 a high bar. Um, you know, there's so much riding on ACT scores in colleges and admissions.
0: And so do we also have any national merit finalists? And can you explain what that is?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the national merit finalists are the top 1% of students in Kansas and it's uh, it's it's very challenging to score uh, that high on. Uh, typically, it's assessed with the PSAT, uh, the, the pre-SAT, that a lot of students take as sophomores. Uh, but there's a lot more that involved in becoming a a merit uh, finalist. Um, and like I said, we do have several of those um, over the years. And you know, like for example, they got to admit. Uh, a very detailed scholarship application they have to participate in the school and community uh, demonstrated leadership abilities um, and a variety of awards it's it's a very high bar to reach that and and i think we're very lucky to have some kids that have have achieved that kind of level of uh, mastery
0: that's awesome so it's based off of your ac p-a-c-t score
1: p-s-a-t okay Mm -hmm. yep
0: now Does Topeka Public Schools support college readiness testing? Like, have they ever paid for any fees or anything? Because for students, that can be, you know, hard on their family to pay for that testing fee.
1: Absolutely. Um, Yeah, you know, it's, ACT is not free. Uh, Fortunately, the state of Kansas did start offering uh, a free ACT for all uh, juniors. And we actually just had that in March of 2022. And uh, what was really exciting, you know, maybe three or four years ago, uh, this, the leadership here decided, you know what, that's, that's just not enough. We need to have our own district paid ACT. Again, coming back to the poverty part, um, most ACTs are done on a Saturday at the national level. But you don't think about the fact that some kids don't have transportation. They can't get over there to take the assessment. Uh, and not all the bus routes run, you know, uh, are friendly enough to where they can get there on time. So uh, leadership had the idea of having a in-school ACT during the school days, so they're, we know that they're there uh, and that they can participate and that we would pay for that ACT. Um, also the company ACT provides some fee waivers for students that qualify for free reduced lunch. So. All in all, since 2015, we've more than doubled the number of kids taking the ACT. Uh, Back then, it was something like 500 kids taking it, and now we're well over 1,000 kids a year taking the ACT. So, uh, you know, giving those kids that opportunity that they didn't have before, removing barriers uh, related to transportation or uh, even getting off work. I had some kids that would say, you know, i got to work that Saturday. I can't, you know, that's, that's our family income. I can't take it off for a test. And so having it during the school day just made the most sense.
0: Gotcha. So my big takeaways from this conversation is the numbers don't explain the whole story. There's just so many factors that go into everything just right down to, you know, can the student even go take the test and all of that?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I I think no districts are the same. Um, there are a lot of layers and a lot of context. Um, like we mentioned at the onset, you know, go into the Kansas Report Card. You know, educate yourself. Go in, look at the data. Uh, you can search and find uh, you know, how your school is doing, um, the performance levels, uh, attendance rates, uh, graduation rates. There's a wealth of information out there as a parent that I would highly encourage you to get out there and, and, uh, and explore.
0: And again, we will include all of those links, um, where we post this podcast, but, um, Dr. Kip, you obviously know what you're talking about because you have a big event coming up this weekend. Do you care to talk about that?
1: Oh, that's embarrassing. But, uh, yeah, there's a, um, uh, uh, I guess you could kind of call it our Academy Awards, so to speak for, uh, school districts, uh, the, The event is called the Magna Award Ceremony, and uh, myself and Dr. Mejia, the principal at Scott Dual Language Magnet, um, our district is being recognized as one of the best uh, K-12 dual language programs in the nation. And uh, yeah, we're gonna go present, just like we did, we we, uh, presented for the Kansas uh, level school boards awards ceremony. And then we applied for the national and they gave us the grand prize. And uh really it's 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 not myself and Dr. Mia, it's really the, the teachers and uh students at Scott, Landon, Topeka High uh that really deserve this award because of their hard work and just such a, a an amazing model uh that we have here in, in little old Topeka, Kansas.
0: Right. And so Dr. Kip and Dr. Mia are going to speak to a national audience just about all of the awesome things with that program and, and just give um, a national spotlight on what's going on here in the district. So he's going all the way to California. And as it's snowing a little bit here in Topeka, I'm kind of jealous that you guys get to go out to bright sunny california we'll sneak in our suitcase okay there we go that sounds like a i'll get a a double wide luggage (laughs) for me to hide in there but there you go i do appreciate you coming down to uh break down all these numbers it is i'm sure it's it's hard to comprehend all this that goes into but we are just hoping here at topeka public schools to kind of um be transparent and um let you guys know how our numbers are doing we're of course this is an ongoing thing it doesn't happen overnight it's just a, uh, an ongoing process to increase our scores in all of those capacities. Exactly. So, everyone, thank you all for tuning in to the Let's Hear It podcast. Um, again, um, take some time. Look at that link that we've included in the bio to um, just look at these scores and um, feel free to call your um, child's school. Talk to the principal um, about what these scores mean. But, uh, again, thank you all for tuning in.